binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. And I am Alex. And I'm Garrett. I changed my mind. I'm Fridge Tone. <laughs> you be Fridge Tone. I will be the sound of loose change in a dryer. Ooh. Mm. And I will be. That was a good name, but I Dead just said. Dead silence. <laughs> okay. All right. I like that. Dead air. I'll be dead air. Dead air Garrett. That's, you know, loose change. That, that definitely sounds is like, like a... the gr- like a great name for like a zombie fucking biplane pilot. <laughs> biplane. <laughs> That's a very specific image. Yeah, he's, he's like another enemy after you defeat the Red Baron is dead air. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. Right. Yeah. You don't know who he is. Okay. Very specific. Kojima it's another. Movie. It's another movie in the um, Dead Snow series, but this one's about the Luftwaffe zombies. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dead Air. I like that. <laughs> All right. And then you could you could have like a whole thing where it's like, oh, yeah, there's a radio signal that's activating their brains. We got to shut it down. Mm-hmm. You do recreate like the King Kong climbing the tower, but it's like a person. You know. <laughs> I was thinking of, like the radio signals coming from a giant flying wing. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. All right. Or no, 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 no. It's coming from the bell. Okay. You know, oh, the Nazi bell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we all know about the Nazi bell. The World bell. War II UFO. Yeah. Well, the thing from Metal Slug, right? Yeah. Yeah. One day in Orange County, when a friend and I were driving, we saw a license plate that said SS Bell. And what else could it be? <laughs> Orange <laughs> County, Nazis, Bell. Mm. Interesting. Follow the money, loose change. Yeah. <laughs> well, today, we have a grab bag. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we are following the money. Because I had the vote end. Yesterday, like, at night. So, not enough time to look up the creature. Bring it on, dead air. Quick question, though. What won? I'm curious. You know, let's look that up. No, no, this is a spoiler. Spoiler alert. My money is on Crocodingo. That is what I think won. That was two weeks ago. Did it win? I don't know. It was a tie, and we did the (laughs) tiebreaker. We did the 100 Gex guy. Okay, this, the the last vote only had two, two on it. Two votes. Really? (laughs) Wow, okay. Um, it was the Garcon Invaders Ooh. with one vote and the Bonacon with one oh, vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Who, you, really? The Bonacon? Oh, my God. Is the Bonacon another named atmosphere piece? No, no, no. no you know the Bonacon. Yeah, we, we went to that exhibit at the LACMA. No, I wasn't there. It wasn't LACMA. It was the Getty. It was the Getty, and you guys saw the illuminated manuscripts and stuff. I didn't go. I wasn't able to. I had work. It was, no, on, it was like, a Friday. me, Maha, and... Were you not there? I wasn't there. So I, I had to go on my own. <laughs> no, you went on your own. Because yeah, you guys didn't invite me. I wasn't able to go. Huh. Is I was it like coding. the Esquilax? Is that kind of thing? No, it's no. the thing that's got the big fart power. It, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Holy you know moly. this. Okay. We've Here, the tiebreaker has been decided. It's gonna, we're going to do the Bonacon. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm uh, interested in that. Preachies, you failed. Now they got it to tie. No, no. You got it. You got it. There's, there's no way that's not a landslide. I mean, I didn't submit a vote. You failed too. I did too because I didn't vote. Okay, uh, but I, a while back I asked for some numbers off of our Discord server. Oh, I did see this, and I was going to do something special with them, but I'll do something special with another set of numbers. So these grab bag monsters were <laughs> ostensibly picked by our patrons on our Discord server. So it's their fault, listeners. They are to blame. <laughs> the first one we have is by was picked by Colleen randomly. This was 
This is Buena Vista Giant Spider. Oh, okay. no. I don't right. want to get into spider no. discourse with you, you again, Loose Change. <laughs> that really, that, that sounds so much like a studio musician name, though. Not going to lie. Well, Buena Vista Giant Spider? No, Loose Change. Oh, uh, but Loose Change. No, I got to be, I'm, I, you guys know, I'm super critical of what constitutes a giant spider. Yeah, we know. Not four feet, apparently. <laughs> I mean, like, I just want, I just want the body to be big, you know, because because we have we have you know spider crabs that are like that. And I don't consider that to be giant. Like that's big. I'd consider that to be giant. That's a lot of eating. I consider it to be delicious, is for sure. But I don't the know. Buena Vista giant spider were an unknown species reported from a cave near Cottonwood Pass in Buena Vista, Colorado. You got any problems with this, or are we going to go? Thus far, no. (laughs) Stories about the spiders were current through the late 19th and early 20th centuries, during which time it was reported that the spider's territory had shrunk due to human encroachment. It seems this led to their extinction. No. When you're a giant, that's a horrible thing when your environment shrinks. And now now loose change is about to be uh, very upset oh, oh no. <laughs> no giant spiders oh, no. of similar size have been reported worldwide most notably the jabafo oh my oh, god no okay all right uh, i mean look it's a big spider and i would be very troubled if i encountered one myself it's just it's not what i envision all right um I think they're even smaller than the Jabafofi. Oh, Hold on, man. this seems totally legit, and this might just be an actual extinct this species. This is like an actual species of spiders that went... The spiders were described as having legs four inches in length. Oh, okay, this is very and possible. And with, with a body the size of a small bird. Ooh. Okay, so they just saw some regular ranchos. I mean, ranchos are a little bit smaller. Well, okay. Like, I mean, like, a an, lot like an unusually large rancho. Yeah, they saw just a bird-eating spider from... Yeah. I mean, it's possible that in that case it might even have been, like, an in, like invasive species. Mm-hmm. Maybe they came up, uh, up uh, you know, with them. They were said to fill their cave habitat with a strong, thick web. <laughs> As they worked... This is horrible. I'm glad they're dead. I'm sorry. As they worked, the spiders were said to emit a strange whistling or buzzing sound. Oh, <laughs> the cave oh. became known to travelers and frontiersmen for its silk thread. Locals also supposedly used the spiders' dead skins as gloves, <laughs> <laughs> noting they are pliable and require no tanning. What? It was reported that capture... <laughs> How would you even do that? Well, they, they got the they got the forehand yeah, the finger I mean, holes for yeah, you on just each. Like split it in half and like there's one and the other like what? yeah man. And you and just then need you just... four fingers and you got a cool silk one out yeah. of their web. <laughs> yeah man, shoots the web. Imagine like being a cowboy and going to a town and everyone's just got tarantula hands, <laughs> right? Like, what? how would you even? I mean, like. You know, I see it. You're, like, you're a leader of a bandit gang. You see everyone in town's wearing tarantulas on their hands, and you're like, I'm out. <laughs> see you later. Because you know everyone in that town can just, like, fling hairs at you to <laughs> yeah. make you itchy. Whip it at you. Like, Ugh. But who would think to do that? Who would think that spider carapace looks mighty comfortable? Well, I'll like it said, it, uh, they, they were pliable and required no tanning. Man. I'm so quick fix. forward. I'd be all about it. It's a quick fix. Especially if they had like the claws on the end, you just yeah. like, it's like, hey, life hack for you there. You see that you know springy spider carapace, yeah, laying out there. Why don't you slip that onto your hand? I know you got you get cold fingers there. Go ahead. It was reported 
that captured spiders could be tamed and acted as household pest exterminators. They could even form personal attachments like a pet. Oh, this is accurate. As attested by the Buena Vista woman whose spider guarded the foot of her bed, quote, acting as sentinel. It captured all the mutants in that house. I was going to say, Jubilee tried to get in and it pounced. I had a scholastic like book fair book that was a just book version of like the first episode of the 90s x-men show yeah they they marketed the hell out of that and there's a line from it that has never left my brain and never will does a mall girl eat chili fries (laughs) (laughs) they they had they had to censor i think from from the cartoon she says mall babe yeah that's funny so that's uh, what the spider said before it ate all the dogs that came in her room. <laughs> before it ate all the chili fries, apparently. Beat author William Burroughs included a variant of the William pet... S. Burroughs? Oh, uh, yeah. Included a variant of the pet spider as sentinel story in his novel, The Western Lands, in which American and Egyptian legends are mixed. In the 1830s, a prospector ventured into the spider's cave and was buried in a rock slide. <laughs> His web-suffocated corpse was apparently <laughs> visible to cave explorers for many years, being in a tight spot beyond retrievability. Afterwards, the spiders pushed back into the surrounding mountains. Human encroachment and farming seems to have diminished the spiders' territory, and possibly led to their extinction, as folklore surrounding them faded into obscurity in the 20th century. If they were tameable, there's no way these wouldn't have been sold as pets. Yeah, even if they, they would have been no, captured, regardless of whether they were tame, yeah. <laughs> if they had big spiders, they'd be selling them. Captured, bred, sold as pets, and gloves. Yep. I'll admit, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I never read that final trilogy, but is this all just the device of Burroughs? It might Cause be. Because this, this totally adds up to like his Wild Boys thing. Like, Wait, did Burroughs hmm. write Wild Boys? I, was, I thought yep. that was Gore Vidal that wrote Wild Boys. Well, I don't know. Maybe he has his own Wild Boys, but Burroughs' Wild uh, Boys is this wild sex fantasy possible I'm, explanation i am so sure mm-hmm. that 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 that's that that's gore vidal no the 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 bur- with, with the decapitated boys that turned into the big scorpion thing with the laser rollerblades it's like in like the like post-apocalypse man i am like yeah, a roaming like, gang of gay boys this and, is burrows there's no you know way it isn't burrows they, they, they know it is like 100 they, they may have both done it so fantastic what i have this laptop open not gonna look up the bullshit you're talking about oh no 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 you got you gotta read wild boys wild boys is my favorite it's been on Aside it's been on my list works. for a while because yes. again going back to duran duran they yeah. have that song the wild boys yes yeah. all they all all the post-punks wanted to shoot up with him and like the and the video is like the post-apocalyptic hellscape where they get captured by like like fruity guys yeah yeah it and there's happens. the the penis plant that the people have sex with and they can reproduce asexually with it yeah garrett how are you not reading this? how do you have sex with something and then reproduce asexually it produces well the plants i don't want like to get hung do. up on this but i mean like well no okay so the boys no, can okay, produce okay, more boys yeah because they're, you, sex, yeah, they're, they're an all male colony the plant you can reproduce asexually without fucking the plant but you fuck the plant for fun <laughs> it's a wild ride gets you nice and relaxed enough to squeeze another life out of your pores <laughs> squeeze so the possible explanations are a newspaper tall tale okay a local tradition about known spiders <laughs> okay or an unknown species parentheses encrypted you're telling me there's no way that it also couldn't be a fallen angel <laughs> well <laughs> So the next creature... (laughs) No, no, we're voting. I'm voting for Fallen Angel. If only everyone else had a soundboard. I know, (laughs) because... Yeah, hit the button. This is the X Factor, Fallen Angel edition. Um, Okay, now, 
All right. This one was picked by Jeremy. Oh, okay. Let's see what this one is. He picked randomly <laughs> without knowing. <laughs> Octo Squatch. Wow. Uh, can okay. you make them in a gloves? Mm. Survey says. How is my computer probably. like freezing with three tabs open and Discord open? Because <laughs> I'm here. No, it's because <laughs> I bought this like two and a half years ago. Is that bad? And only for the dirt cheapest laptop I could find. I, was gonna say, I think it's mostly just that it's a very inexpensive computer. Yeah. It's because my good computer died and never got it fixed. Yeah. That's a good strategy. It was in the summer of 1961. Approximately 11 p.m. Arquimedes Sanchez, a truck driver. <laughs> Is that a Key and Peele character? <laughs> My name, Arquimedes Sanchez. It's A-Q-U-I-M-E-D-E-S. <laughs> also possibly Burroughs' character. Uh. A truck driver was navigating the steep roads of the Basque Mountains in the Spanish province of Vizcaya. He traveled these roads several times before, but tonight he would encounter a creature unknown even to the most esteemed cryptozoologists. Wow, that's not us. Well, I mean, some of us. <laughs> yeah, me. I got me and him have it on our business card. Oh, yeah, I hit my mic. I was being nice. Loose change. Oh, okay, okay. I don't have business. I haven't started playing the bass yet, so I don't have business cards. I, mean, I haven't. I haven't established my legendary status as a, as a session, you know, bassist yet. Yeah. Sanchez and his writing partner (parentheses) who chose to remain anonymous were uh, were nearing Puerto de Bazar, Barazar. No. Uh ready to unload their goods and rest for the night. That was when their high beams caught something at the base of the embankment on the opposite side of the road. Okay. I had to do some, like, mountain <laughs> like, map. Trying to, like, visualize how that could be possible. Because I guess... Yeah, yeah, because, uh... Do they drive on the other side of the road in... In España? Oh, yeah. I don't know. They drive not on embankments. Because At least hopefully. if they were going down the mountain, in, they might. so the embankment might have been... The opposite side would have been like dent going down, but if I, I mean, does know. that mean that Sasquatch, sorry, Octo Squatch, was maybe climbing the mountain? Well, no, because they still wouldn't be able to see it. I guess that's true. But whatever. I mean, maybe it's like a berm. You know, you got like a small embankment that goes up, like they carved down for the road, so that people wouldn't just fly off of it to their death. Sanchez slammed on the brakes, and he and his coworkers stared in utter disbelief at what they were looking at. Sanchez would later describe this as a three to four foot tall, quote, hairy octopus with a shaggy coat of, quote, rust colored hair. The creature hastily covered its round glowing eyes with one of its four tentacle like appendages, but remained unable to move, caught in the truck's headlights. This sounds to me immediately like it was like an errant orangutan. Neither the truckers or this creature moved for what the men estimated to be several minutes. Parentheses. However, it must be noted that during times of fear or shock, time can seem to dilate. <laughs> Due to the surge of adrenaline, several minutes could in real time be less than a minute. Yeah, I've experienced this. Fear got the best of Sanchez, and he ordered his comrade to attack it with the jackhammer they had. <laughs> what? <laughs> the jackhammer? What? Please, please be a bad translation. I mean, sledgehammer, because yeah, like... I was going to say tire jack, but... And he was met with refusal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting the jackhammer on that. Sanchez decided to make his move. He threw the truck into reverse, then drove straight towards the end of the... <laughs> 
Maybe they're skipping past having reversed first and then going forward. It's in front of them. Yeah, it was Full in speed front ahead. of them. Go for it. Just go, go, just go, just run it, run this it over. Is, there's like minor details See, of this, this is, that this is, is like... This is why I'm thinking that it's like it came like up onto the thing and I they were like... I think they just oh. don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <sighs> like it's completely fabricated? Yeah, I'm That's impossible. You really think somebody would just go on the internet and lie? I mean, look, I saw the creature. It looks like friggin' what's its name from? It looks like, not Destroya, like uh, the, the Goo Man, uh, Gamora. The, the Hidora. Uh, yeah. It looks like Hidora, the smog monster. Yes, it looks exactly like that. I gotta look this up, because that's my favorite. Yeah, he's kind of a cool guy. Sanchez repeated this several times, <laughs> but never exited the vehicle. He repeated several times, no, the slope is always <laughs> on the passenger side. Therefore, you have to get the sledgehammer. After jacket. a while, another truck passed by, and the driver may not have even seen it, as he did not slow down or turn around. They eventually reached a standstill. Neither man was willing to escape the vehicle, and the furry being was either unable to or unwilling to escape. <laughs> it was near midnight, and they realized there, there was nothing more they could do. They finished their run and left it behind. By the time Sanchez revealed his story, all evidence of the creature was long gone. That is convenient. Well, I like him. I think he's very nice. And I think it's my hero. And I praise it for being wonderful. <laughs> this thing reminds me, there, there's a video that I saw on YouTube, which is like a, an orangutan playing with otters, but it has very, very long shaggy hair. Ooh. And it like is immediately what I thought of, was that like it's about that height. <laughs> you know, it's about that height. I could see it shambling up and it's got you know really long arms, but also really long hair that might look like more arms. It's that rust color. Yeah. It's the perfect creature. Your big puffy face might kind of look like an octopus. Hold on, they got those big eyes. Canadian albino shark. (laughs) Oh, that link is even crazier than I thought. And this is a long article. That is, I'm I'm seeing that go on for a little while. This might be a real or this is going to be a bonus episode. Just reading this because it's not really a thing that. Uh, the link for Canadian albino shark led to a page called Canadian and Cuban albino shark. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. This next creature was picked by Maha. Oh boy, okay. So you know it's going to be a good one. Black Demon. <laughs> uh, did you get linked over to the Mormon page? Uh, this is actually a really, really well-known creature. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, alright. the first I've heard of it. I guarantee you it's not. Remember that whole thing about how, you know, there's the good cryptozoologists at the table? It, oof. Shots fired. Have you seen any... Any documentary or mockumentary or fake documentary or actual documentary about megalodons? No. None at all? None. You just don't care about Shark Week? <laughs> this is accurate. You just don't give a fuck about Shark Week? <laughs> no. He, he, I'm saying it for him. He won't do it. No, more than that, honestly, it's just that I, because of my horrible sleep schedule, I just can't commit to watching anything. It's a whole TV. week! It's a whole week, I, and it's think, on Hulu. Look, you'd think it, it is would a be tab fine. on Hulu. I didn't know that until just now. <laughs> you'd think that would be fine. It just doesn't work out. But my question is: the what black in the world? demon shark, Spanish El Demonio Negro. <laughs> okay, is an enormous black shark whose territory is said to be just off the coast of Ma- uh, Mexico's Baja California Peninsula. Delicious. Okay. In recent times, several local official. Fishermen, a fisherman, have reported seeing the black monstrosity. <laughs> the black demon is said to be 20 to 60 feet long 
and weighing anywhere between 50,000 and 100,000 pounds. You know, somewhere within that range, you know. It is said to resemble a great white shark, but with very dark coloration and a truly monstrous tail. Okay. Got a whale of a tail, I guess. <laughs> Let's hope that picks up. <laughs> Some say it could be the Megalodon, or a new species of shark. Maybe even an oversized great white shark with a tan. <laughs> Many expeditions were launched to locate this monstrous creature, even on Monster Quest in the chapter Mega Jaws. <laughs> but they didn't discover anything. Because <laughs> they never do. <laughs> because, of course, they didn't. Well, you know, they, they won't let them. Because of this, not much is known. It is possible, since albinism is found in sharks, that melanism could be, too. Okay, all right. Was it like a That's like a council of dads that suggest it might be a big great white shark with a with a tan? <laughs> no, no, I added the word tan in. Oh, okay, all right. So the council of dad, exactly. Not yet. God, not yet. Okay. As far as you know, moving on. It, you've been asleep several times. You never know what could happen. As you and specific other people we know know. I'm a very light sleeper, and if anything invades my territory while I'm asleep, I'm immediately awake with a knife. What if it's one of those aliens with those hypnosis belts, and what are you going to do? Immediately wake up with a knife. Oh, wow. They (laughs) got a... I love the hypnosis belt. Yeah, they go boop. It's because it's invisible, too. It sits around the waist in kind of the hip region. There's not enough room. There's not enough room in my room for anyone to sneak in there. I know that feeling. I just had to have a king-size bed in a room that's barely 10 feet by 10 feet. A room that is king-size bed size. Oh, I was listening to something and they described a solitary confinement cell. (laughs) And I'm like, that is like six inches smaller than my room. Wow. And you choose it. See, that's the thing. I mean, if I had the choice for a bigger room, I would have taken it. No, you chose that one because you love confinement. See, it's weird. I actually actually do, um, but I would still probably pick the bigger room. Well. It's why I have a small bed. Well, I think we're done here. That was it, the entire show. For, that's yeah. so sad. Well, you, we spent so I'm much. Ta- gonna, we spent so much time talking about all right, which fine. way a road curves up a hill. We'll pick one more. Okay, it's the bonus episode. Okay, this we'll pick be one good. more. Let's go. Let's twenty-seven. This one was picked by Brittany. Okay. All right. What is this? That's always a good sign. It just Google's it. Computers crashes. Okay, they maybe this is. Oh my god, it's so adorable. Oh, I see a little bit of this. Is this a Flintstones creature? Look at that little guy. Oh, oh hey, never dabber do. We got to get to this guy. This is <clears throat> Moa Moa. Oh, he's got oh. definitely got a Flintstones name. The Moa Moa is a turtle-like sea creature supposedly inhabiting the area of the Great Barrier Reef near Queensland, Australia, described as law. Long- it is described as long-necked creature, verbatim. <laughs> it is described as a long-necked creature with a large dome-shaped back and huge fishtail. It was supposedly about eight feet in width and five feet in height. That is a big shell. Yeah. Driven to extinction when used as clothes lines. It, it was first reported people of the Hanna Barbera era. It was first reportedly spotted by a Miss S. Lovell, a schoolteacher in Queensland on Great Sandy Island in 1890. This was the first of nine different sightings of the creature in the area, which, (laughs) within the span of several days. 
Wow. This unnamed creature is now attributed to the Moa Moa, a beast that the natives there had supposedly encountered time and time again. It was a ferocious beast that would attack their villages and kill tribe members. Many other similar accounts have... I giggled because the picture on here is so adorable. Yeah. Right? It's just hard to imagine this this creature killing things. Many other similar accounts have come from James Cook in the 1770s, parentheses, about a creature roaming around his ship. And by Jacob Black in 1964, parentheses, about a decomposing carcass on a rock. Oh. That is everything on that. So it was a globster. But there's another link here that's Moa Moa non-alien creatures wiki i like this guy it's a relic of the late what'd you call it alan the hanna barbera scene yeah <laughs> my favorite of the epics sorry dj fridge noise going out of control what what remix <laughs> my god man just, we are getting yeah, actually we are that's getting, kind of all there is, is i thought there was a <laughs> or a thing but it was just kind of just more description just with flowery language i see well i like this thing now that is all we have. Okay, all right. I'm willing to settle. I throw my hands up. Do we have plugmentations? Oh, no, I did have one, I thought. This thing that I always leave to the last minute and always forget. I forgot which Gundam series is next, so I have to look it up. I already plugged Resident Evil 8, which seems unfair. Huh. I kind of want to... <laughs> should, I, should I plug him or should I put him on blast? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm conflicted. You know, I, I just I'll, I I will I'll I'll explain the controversy. I guess it's a plug. Uh, the Washington Capitals are uh, in the playoffs right now, mm-hmm. um, and they have a player who has uh, been making a lot of news lately, Tom Wilson, uh, because apparently he consistently tries to murder people on the ice. Oh, it's like famous for like very very dangerous and dirty hits and like. There was there was an incident where he uh, right before the playoff started, actually, uh, they uh, the Capitals had a game against the Rangers and he obliterated their star player, like knocked him out of the game. And he's basically like they don't know when he's going to be back. next season. Wow. Yeah. Like a collarbone injury. And oh so like God. the NHL like safety commission fined him like five thousand dollars and gave him like no game suspension. And the Rangers were, you know, justifiably very upset and released a statement about that. Basically, the safety commission's not helping protect anybody at all. Like, you, everybody who's involved with this should just be let go. Yeah. The Rangers were then fined $250 million for this. Wow. <laughs> it's like the man who almost murdered somebody on the ice was fined $5,000. <laughs> the the team that is upset about this fine two hundred and fifty pretty million. cool. I kind of like this is the most absurd nonsense. So it's like I, I on the one hand I'm not that I'm not even that mad at Tom Wilson. Like I, people have been complaining that hockey's getting boring. Yet you can you can still fight. Um, and they immediately in the next game in the series they dropped the gloves like right right at face off. <laughs> they, they went for it because um, the Rangers were mad because nobody was going to do anything. Um, but. I guess I'm putting the NHL on blast because, yeah, like their their enforcement of whatever the vague rules are about trying to end someone's career on the ice is just all over the place. It's it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, yeah, there you go. Watch hockey. Be mad at Tom Wilson. And NHL's on blast. Alan, what do you have to plug? I will plug William S. Burroughs' Wild Boys. I think 
you know, I've read most of his work, and that's that's the best for beginners because it doesn't you don't need to know anything about his oeuvre. But um, if you want to know more about that world, the essays, the adding machine, are great, and the job is connected with the electronic revolution. That's also great. But yeah, Wild Boys is a wild ride, truly. <laughs> so I'm gonna skip the 1980s uh, SD Gundam series. No, no, do it, do it, because do it. it's almost it's really hard to find full episodes and movies of so i'm going to move on to the next action like next series which is one of my favorites it is <laughs> mobile suit gundam 0080 war in the pocket it is six episodes long the english dub has david Hayter as bernie i know this one okay and it's literally just about it's a side story that takes place during the first series you need to you don't need to know anything about Gundam other than there are big robots and there's a war going on. Which they kind of just tell you in the first 30 seconds. What's the pocket? Uh, it's a colony in space. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not called the pocket, it's just that's clearly what they mean. Uh, it's about this, like, elementary school kid who, like, his dad works at a spaceport, so he, like, sneaks in and sees, like, a, a mobile suit, like a prototype mobile like, giant robot. And gets tricked by a Xeon, like the enemy, to like be a spy. Yeah. And his childhood friend next door neighbor, like an adult childhood friend, like she was in high school when he was like a toddler or something like that. So uh, she turns out to be a the, the test pilot for the new Gundam. So it's a big old like weird <laughs> story and it ends pretty tragically. All right. For him and wonderfully for this for the Earth because the war is over. Okay, cool. Um, thanks to Jane Britton Owen for the use of our theme song, Cryptid Love. And you guys should send us a dollar each month on Patreon to uh, get the power to vote so we can get more than two votes on this. Again, really blew it. Everyone at the table, really. Mm-hmm. Bonacon, how do you not? Remember. All you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist.